0: New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash snapped or text SNAP to 500 500. That's audible.com slash snapped or text SNAP to 500 500. For a nurse
1: and a fireman, it was a second chance at love. They're
2: involved in the same social groups, have the same values. They're both professionals.
3: They were a good match for each other.
1: And they were devoted to one another, in sickness
2: and in health. She was diagnosed with breast cancer.
4: He was going to do anything he could
1: to help her out.
2: Until a greater tragedy would split them apart
5: forever. What's going on? got shot! Who got shot? My husband, please!
3: The shooter was in the backyard.
5: Who was the mystery guy at the end of the driveway?
6: You know, it just didn't make any sense
5: and everybody's coming up with their own theories, but there's nothing concrete. Investigators uncover evidence
1: of a complex conspiracy to kill and the mastermind behind it.
6: It's just a desperate person trying to get away from what they did.
3: We're starting to put the pieces of this puzzle together. And our jaws kind of hit the floor.
1: Sunday, November 3rd, 2013, Cleveland, Ohio. At 8.35 p.m., Cleveland police receive a desperate 911 call.
7: 911, do you need police fire? I can't hear you. What's going on? She got shot, please. Who got shot? My husband, please.
3: Please. She's frantic. Uh, her husband's just been shot and, and he's laying in the driveway of their home.
7: Who shot your husband? Oh Please! Ben, say hey, the police are coming, in.
5: Frantic call. What can I do to help? What should I get? You know, how can I stop the bleeding? Screaming, help, help. Please help me!
7: Please help me! What's your husband's name?
5: The caller tries to calm herself
1: so she can be understood.
2: William
6: Walker, he's a firefighter.
1: Born in Cleveland on August 2, 1968, William L. Walker was raised by a loving single mom. While attending high school in Cleveland, he met his first wife, Rita.
6: She was just a real sweetheart and she used to joke with me. They seemed like just a real nice couple, really into each other.
2: The couple married in 1992. Will and Rita had what appeared to be a good marriage. They had children together. Their daughter Melody was
1: born in 1994 and their son Christopher followed in 1998.
6: He loved his kids, he loved his kids. I mean, all I had to do was ask how one of them was doing and man, he'd go on a dissertation that was like a filibuster in Senate If you knew Will, you knew that he was actively involved with his kids.
1: By the time the children came along, Will was well into his dream career as a firefighter.
6: He loved what he did, he really did. And uh, he wanted to help people. That's what he was there for, helping people. He Rita was proud that he was a fireman.
5: Will would lend a hand to anybody. He was a well-known, well-loved firefighter in Cleveland.
1: Eventually, Will became an instructor and qualified for
8: an elite assignment. We were the heavy rescue squad. We did rope rescues, we did the water rescues, we did hazmat, and we cut people out of cars. We had some more training and we just did more.
2: William Walker was not only a training officer but a mentor to quite a few firefighters and EMS in Cleveland. Will
1: also trained civilians in his off hours.
9: He had his office where he trained people, uh, for paramedic and CPR and stuff like that.
1: As busy as he was, Will made sure to find time to help others as a member of his fraternal order, the Prince Hall Masons.
4: The best way to describe the Prince Hall Masons is a religious fraternity, deeply rooted in the community in terms of community service.
8: When he got into the Masons, he went through the ranks pretty fast. He was one of the people, you know, they, they want to make themselves better, and he did it.
4: He's helped the Lodge out on many occasions in terms of just trying to provide training with CPR and things of that nature, you know. Will was the type of person that always help.
8: Will just had that little bit of extra spark. In 2000,
1: Will and Rita bought a home on East Cleveland's Lampson Road.
3: home was in a uh, a middle-class neighborhood in the northeast corner of cleveland
1: unfortunately despite his devotion to saving lives will walker could not save his marriage in 2002 rita and will separated two years later they divorced
6: he said we just kind of grew apart and it wasn't working for us so we both decided it was time to go
8: it was hard on him when he got divorced but him and his first wife were good friends for the sake of their children. There's no doubt how much Will loved his family.
1: Rita moved out and they shared custody. The two co-parented well, but Will missed having a partner, someone who shared his values. That changed a year after the divorce in 2005 when he ran into 34-year-old Euloma Curry at a Masonic function.
2: Euloma and Will met at an Eastern Star meeting, a club group. A
1: single mom, Yuloma lived with her two kids, her son, Macklin, and
5: her daughter, Jackie.
3: She was a home health care nurse, uh, building a good reputation in her career field.
5: She worked very hard in the nursing field, and she seemed to be a very earnest woman.
2: They both attended church, they both had social groups that had Christian values attached, and they're both single parents.
5: When
4: I was talking about award banquets or functions, they seemed to be very happy and committed and smiling.
1: Soon, Euloma moved into Will's house on Lampson Road. Her daughter Jackie, her son Macklin, and Macklin's girlfriend Ashley moved in too. The happy couple took it slowly, very slowly they dated for eight full years
4: i would tease him i said when are you gonna get married because he was so happy with her
1: in 2013 a grim diagnosis pushed them to tie the knot
2: she was diagnosed with breast cancer and she didn't have the insurance that she needed
4: he was 100 supportive of her and he was going to do anything he could to help her out
5: she needed the health insurance from william walker and his job as a firefighter and that's why they did the marriage because william didn't want to see her suffer and wanted to make sure that she was okay they were building a happy life together he was supportive of her children and everything seemed to be good things got even better when will received a
1: promotion to lieutenant and a pay raise to go with it
4: he was even featured in the newspaper getting comments by the mayor so he loved it, firefight. Fire. he loved what he did.
1: The couple decided the time was right to move to a bigger home in the nearby suburban town of Madison, Ohio.
2: The house in Madison was quite a step up for them, a nice house. They had purchased new cars. Financially, it appeared they would be doing really well.
3: Things were just all going in the right direction for them.
1: Then, On November 3rd, 2013, the very night before the couple planned to move, William Walker is gunned down in his driveway. Ma'am, police are coming
7: and EMS is coming, Okay? They're in route. Okay, stay right here. Don't move, don't move,
6: baby. Don't move. Please don't
3: move. The first responders to the scene were the fire department and EMS. The wife is standing by in the driveway. She's frantic. She doesn't know what to do. She's in a panic mode.
2: They see that there is a male laying there at the side door. He appears to have been shot. There's a fair amount of blood on the scene. Dispatch had not broadcast the name of the victim.
3: Now, the firemen recognize the victim as one of their own, Cleveland Fire Lieutenant William Walker.
2: They show up to a shock. Not only do we have a shooting victim here, but this is also someone that we know personally.
8: He was still alive. He was trying to talk to them.
2: He's talking about somebody being in the backyard. It's
5: not a coherent sentence necessarily, but he's trying desperately to relate to them what had
2: happened. His pockets had been pulled out, so EMS originally think this looks like a potential robbery right outside his house. And his wallet was missing, which also
5: backed up the idea that it was a robbery. Coming up,
1: police scramble to find the shooter. Is there somebody still around? while first responders race to save Lieutenant Will Walker.
3: They want to get him to the hospital as soon as they can.
1: After Cleveland Fire Lieutenant Will Walker is shot, he manages to tell first responders the gunman was in the backyard before he loses consciousness. Officers search the backyard and surrounding area, but do not find the shooter.
3: Will is still alive. Uh, The firemen are frantically working on him and they want to get him to the hospital as soon as they can.
1: Uloma Curry Walker prepares to ride with her husband to Metro Hospital.
2: She still, at times, is in hysterics.
1: As the ambulance rushes away, police secure the crime scene.
3: There were two people on the scene.
1: The officers identify them as Uloma's 22-year-old son, Macklin, and his girlfriend, Ashley, who have their baby with them.
3: It was imperative that they interview those people, find out what happened. The police officers separate these two witnesses Uh, just to keep their story straight
1: as they await detectives who will conduct the interviews the officers begin to process the scene will walker had been shot near the back
2: side door mr walker appeared to have been putting his keys in as he was shot
3: they find a mcdonald's bag laying in the driveway uh, where the victim is
2: This neighborhood, specifically on Lampson, is not the kind of neighborhood that you would regularly see shootings, let alone a shooting as someone is carrying a McDonald's into their backside door.
3: They look a little bit closer. They find four nine millimeter shell casings in the driveway.
2: The number of shots seems like
1: overkill for a robbery. The
3: four shells are significant because they look like somebody really intended to kill uh, Lieutenant Walker.
1: Authorities hope the crime lab will later find fingerprints or DNA evidence on the shells. When detectives arrive, they interview Macklin and his girlfriend, Ashley, separately. Ashley explains she has been dating Macklin for four years. They planned on renting the house after Will and Uloma moved out. According to Ashley, This started out like an ordinary
5: evening. It was just the normal things. Macklin's playing video games. She's taking care of the child. Yuloma was around and talking on the phone, tending to the packing. Sometime
1: after 7 p.m., Will left to pick up some fast food for himself and Yuloma.
3: Ashley tells the police that uh, about a half hour before this incident occurred, uh, she had left the home and uh, went to a fast food restaurant to get some dinner.
2: Ashley returns back with dinner for her and Macklin. She hears the gunshots, but doesn't know that they've come from the house that she's about to enter. So she goes in the front door. There, she sees that there's chaos. Ashley explains that
1: Macklin was there, yelling that Will had been shot.
3: She goes out the side door, and she sees a lieutenant Land there in the driveway. Ashley tells us that Yuloma was there, and she was screaming for help
1: the detectives ask ashley if she knows anyone who would want to hurt will
3: and she says buloma told her that uh, the previous evening there was a little bit of a confrontation between the lieutenant and some kids on the street
1: Ashley says she doesn't know who was arguing with Will or why, but she does know that Will is very strict about how people behave around his home.
3: The lieutenant is not the kind of guy that would back down from uh, from arguing with some kids in the street. Will would definitely cause a little bit of ruckus if somebody was close to his house, trying to put his family
4: in harm's way.
1: The detectives get a similar story from Macklin.
2: Macklin also says he was playing Xbox, that he was hungry, he had asked Ashley to go get food, and that Yoloma was preparing for the move the next day. He hears the gunshots, they appear close to the house, he goes outside, sees that Will is on the ground outside the backside door, and Yoloma is the one who then takes the phone and calls 911.
3: Macklin does say that uh, he overheard uh, the lieutenant say that someone is in the backyard. That's someone maybe being the shooter.
1: Investigators also ask Macklin about enemies
5: Will might have had. Macklin referred to William confronting kids in the neighborhood about selling drugs, and he didn't want that there.
6: He would have pulled up and said, get off my corner, you know, get out of my neighborhood, because that's kind of good
8: Will's an intimidating person. He's a big guy. He's strong.
2: Macklin and Ashley's stories corroborated one another, and it was all consistent with what evidence was found at the scene
1: had the teens that Will confronted about drugs ambushed him?
5: Lamson Road didn't have robberies like this. Police were wondering because there's a person in the backyard behind the cans, that's what was reported by Will, um, and he's shot in his driveway. That's not what happens on Lampson Road, and they would have had to get there right at the right time when he's getting home. So it was kind of a question mark.
1: News of the shooting spreads quickly among the first responder
8: community. I was at my house. I remember the pager going off, and a firefighter was shot, Will Walker. It was an instant unbelief.
6: You know, it just didn't make any sense. Nothing made any sense.
1: Friends and family gather at the hospital. Everyone
5: prays for Will, who is still in surgery. Yuloma is distraught, she's absolutely distraught in the hospital.
8: We were just telling her, you know, Will is a strong guy, he's fighting, we know he's fighting.
1: Homicide detectives try to conduct a preliminary interview with Yuloma.
3: It's a rough time for her, so it's kind of hard to interview her. We're just getting some basic information. Eventually,
1: she gathers herself enough to recount the events leading up to the shooting.
5: Yuloma backed up the fact that Ashley was tending to the child, going out to get the Popeyes, and, and Macklin was playing video games.
1: Yuloma says that when she heard gunshots, she ran outside and found Will on the ground. Before Yuloma can answer any more questions,
8: a doctor interrupts. Kind of looks around at all of us and tells her, Will passed. There was no more that they could do for him. When she heard that, big hysterical cry, like you would expect, and then taking a deep breath and going, he's not dead, he's not dead. It was just the shock of disbelief.
6: It was like being punched in the stomach, you know? I mean, how could this happen to him? What did he do? I was devastated, I really was. He was a friend of mine. He's a good family man. And he would've done anything for anybody that he could help, so,
4: to him to die so early through gun violence, senseless gun violence.
3: This doesn't make any sense to us.
1: The detectives leave Uloma to grieve with her loved ones.
3: She's really not able to convey to us, uh, you know, the answers that we
2: need. They return to the neighborhood to canvas the area. They were looking for witnesses, neighbors, um, anyone who not only had heard gunshots, but maybe had seen anyone fleeing the scene. Some people heard the gunshots, but nobody really saw much, which was frustrating. Why would he be murdered in his own front driveway?
1: One thing investigators agree on, the crime does not seem
5: like a random robbery. The timing was too precise, everything was too precise. The homicide unit think there's something more personal here. Coming
1: up, friends try to cope with the loss.
9: It feels very eerie to be with one person one day and then the next day they're dead.
1: And Yuloma tells police about a secret worry that her husband kept from her.
3: Maybe there was a little bit more that was going on and he hadn't told her.
0: As a Snap listener, you know the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every case I learn about, I'm reminded how much I want to prioritize my vigilance and preparation. That's why I use and recommend Simply Safe Home Security. My cameras have alerted me about trespassers and even given me a sense of security knowing my home is safe even when I'm not there. Simply Safe offers protection for the whole house with advanced sensors that not only detect break ins, but fires, floods, and other threats to your home and getting you the help you need for each scenario. The indoor security cameras offer privacy shutters to ensure physical privacy when you want it. Plus, you can try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, return your system for a full refund. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/snapped. That's simplysafe.com/snapped. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
7: If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so of every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and for my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake, and then I go crush a workout on the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my special introductory offer to you. If you go to Body.com to sign up, the next 5,000 new subscribers will get 72 off a full year of access to over 120 programs. Yeah, that's only 33 cents a day to start now and see how fast the pounds come off. And if they don't, you can get your money back. No questions asked. Just go to body.com to save 72% and get life-changing results. That's B-O-D-I.com.
1: Cleveland homicide detectives suspect that Lieutenant William Walker might have been specifically targeted
2: by someone
1: from his neighborhood.
2: The police sought people in the neighborhood that may have had um, arguments with Mr. Walker. Our
5: district officers know who the players are in the neighborhoods. And so an officer brought up Rex Coleman as a person that they wanted to look at.
2: The police officer was familiar with Rex Coleman and knew that he had a criminal background.
5: The officer tells detectives
2: that
1: the 27-year-old Coleman has a record for theft and drug possession. And up until recently, he lived right next door to
2: Will and Uloma Walker. When they were looking for someone who would be the type that might have had an altercation with Will or even access to a firearm, he was someone that they began looking at.
3: He's a man of smaller stature, and uh, Rex seemed to get off on robbing guys that were bigger than him by using a gun, and Lieutenant Walker's kind of a big guy, so that kind of piqued our interest.
1: When authorities go to Rex's home to question him, he has vanished. So they work their contacts on the streets.
3: They're talking to the local drug dealers, they're talking to all the street people, and it really turns out that, especially now that we can't locate Rex, that this may be a lead that goes somewhere.
1: Has Rex fled to avoid the law after the murder? While investigators try to flush out Rex Coleman, they hope news reports will cause people with information to come
3: forward.
4: And somebody knows what happened. And they're
1: listening right now.
3: This is a very high profile case that's got a lot of news media coverage. It opened up the floodgates.
5: The tips begin pouring in. They have to filter through each of those tips and decide what is valid and what is completely invalid. In the calls, Rex Coleman's name comes up a lot,
1: as does someone named Chad,
5: though none of the tipsters can provide a last name. Chad, the mysterious Chad. Everybody's coming up with their own theories of why and who and how, but there's nothing concrete out there yet.
1: As investigators continue working to track down Rex and trying to identify Chad, they get a call from a man named Johnny Dent who says he might have relevant information. Johnny explains that he has a small office in the same building Will Walker had his paramedic training office in. Johnny says he ran into Will at the building on November 2nd just one day before Will was shot.
9: He needed some help getting into the building. So I said, I'll open up the door. We went upstairs.
1: Will told Johnny he was clearing out his office because his family was moving out of town.
9: So he had the dummies and boxes of stuff is everywhere. And he's going through these papers frantically and he's just trying to figure out what to keep and what to purge.
1: Johnny offered to help. He tells detectives that the work was often interrupted by secretive but tense phone calls. With each one, Will grew angrier. I
9: don't know who he was talking to, but the tone of his voice kept raising every time he answered that phone.
1: Johnny tells police that when the calls finally stopped, Will seemed to relax.
9: He was back to being himself, just calm and smooth.
1: They finished up around 4 p.m. and parted. Johnny says he didn't give it another thought until he saw the news the next day.
9: It's on every channel. It feels very eerie to be with one person one day and then the next day they're dead.
1: Did the argument that began on the phone end with a brutal murder in Will's driveway? And who was Will arguing with? That same day, Detectives meet again with Will's wife Euloma at the station. She has had time to process the shock
6: and wants to help.
3: This is the first time we really have a chance to talk to her at length since uh, the night her husband was killed.
6: So the reason we ask you to come down is because we never really got a chance to talk with you about, you know, your and Will's life together.
0: William was just a, a great person, unbelievable. I'm not going to
6: say
0: he was perfect,
6: Mm -hmm. but he was my perfect. I just want to
3: find out what happened. Uh, I know this isn't easy. How about can we just go through what happened?
1: Investigators ask her if she saw anybody suspicious the night Will was killed. Yuloma says she did, as she was dialing 911.
2: Yuloma described a black male at the end of the driveway who appeared just to be watching while she was trying to help Mr. Walker. There was
0: one guy, I I, I don't remember what he looked like, and I asked him, what did he want? I remember that's the only
2: person I remember.
4: Was he close to you? Did he approach you?
1: He came in the driveway. Euloma explains that she didn't see where the shadowy man disappeared to. She was too focused on helping Will. Had the shooter stuck around briefly to enjoy her anguish as she tended to her dying husband?
3: It made us wonder if maybe that was Rex Coleman.
1: Detectives ask Euloma about Rex Coleman. She says she doesn't know if Will specifically fought with Rex, but she knows Will had had a dispute with some of Rex's associates. Well,
6: there was no physical altercation or anything, just yelling mm-hmm. and screaming. Yelling
5: screaming.
1: Yuloma explains she doesn't recall what the dispute was about exactly. But afterwards, Will took protection when he walked the dog.
5: Something had happened, and William had gotten his gun from underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. He took Pepe outside.
3: To the dog which kinda leads us to believe that maybe something unusual was going on in his life, or maybe there was a little bit more that was going on and he hadn't told her.
1: Detectives ask Uloma if she knows anyone named Chad, the other name that came in via the tip line. She reveals that her daughter, Jackie, has a boyfriend named Chad Paget, but Uloma can't imagine Chad would ever harm Will.
3: Everything was fine, everybody got along, there was no animosity. She didn't indicate that Chad might be involved in this.
8: He was a calm kid, good, caring, do anything for anybody, helped people out, pretty much stayed around the house, stayed out of trouble.
2: ULOMA explains that Chad Paget appeared to have a fine relationship with Mr. Walker, and nothing seemed out of the ordinary there.
1: After ULOMA's interview, Rex Coleman remains an important person of interest.
5: The police want to find Rex, they want to confront him, they want to figure out where he was that day, what he was doing, and if he was the cause of William Walker's death.
1: Seeking more insider information that might help, investigators speak with Will's colleagues at the firehouse. If anything suspicious was going on in Will's life, they might
8: know.
3: Firemen live together 24 hours a day, so they got each other's backs. We're firemen and
8: we're brothers and, you know, there was nobody that didn't like Will. He was just that kind of person.
1: Though everyone at the station admired Will, some of his colleagues
5: know that someone was giving Will a hard time. Many different people were talking about Will being on the phone, having angry discussions with people, and, and they, they thought maybe about finances.
2: Investigators also ask about Will's marriage. Everyone portrayed his marriage to Yuloma as a loving one and that he had a strong inner circle of friends and family.
3: What they did mention to us, one thing that kind of caught our ear was that he really didn't like Chad, Jackie's boyfriend, which kind of goes against what Yuloma was telling us about how they were one big happy family.
5: They thought Will did not like Chad around the house and had asked that Chad not be around the
3: house. Based on what the firemen told us and the tips that we got from, uh, from Crime Stoppers, We're looking at Rex Coleman, but Chad's not totally out of the mix.
1: Coming up, a new witness emerges with secrets to
2: hide.
3: She's been a little cagey. We gotta kind of pull information from her.
2: And police zero in on a twisted plan. Then he really opens up about the conspiracy to kill Mr. Walker.
1: After the shooting death of Fire Lieutenant William Walker, Cleveland homicide detectives finally track down their main person of interest, Rex Coleman, when Rex gets arrested on an unrelated charge.
3: Rex's arrest is a good break for us. We've been looking for him for for two weeks now, and uh, here he is delivered to our doorstep.
5: The police immediately head over to the jail, and Rex is perfectly willing to interview with them.
3: He's very open, seems to be very honest with us. He's given us whatever we want, answering all of our questions. He's got an alibi. Uh, He claims he was having pizza with his girlfriend at a local restaurant. He's given us DNA, fingerprints, anything we want.
5: His baby mama absolutely backs up everything that he says for that night, and everything that they find, it lines up with what Rex tells them. Witnesses at the restaurant
1: also place Rex there at the time of the shooting. He was not
2: out that evening with a gun shooting anyone.
3: We're a little bit frustrated. We crossed Rex off our list.
2: Undeterred, Cleveland detectives
1: meet with Will's ex-wife, Rita, to get her perspective.
2: Rita had not only met Yoloma a few times, but they socialized together, had a positive relationship, didn't appear to have any grudges or awkwardness to the fact that they had both loved Will Walker at some point
1: yet rita claims not everything was perfect with will's new family especially concerning uloma's 17 year old daughter jackie
5: rita did acknowledge that will thought jackie was spoiled and that she needed to take responsibility for herself and rita knew that that was a bone of contention in the relationship
3: we wondered why Yuloma didn't mention this to us possibly uloma didn't want her, her daughter and her boyfriend getting involved with this investigation because she believes that they weren't involved in the shooting.
1: To follow up on Will's relationship with his stepdaughter, detectives interview Jackie herself.
3: When we talk to Jackie, she doesn't seem to be all that on board with this investigation. She's been a little cagey. We got to kind of pull information from her that uh, we thought normally would just be forthcoming.
1: Jackie does admit that she's dating Chad Padgett.
3: We asked Jackie about the relationship between Chad and Lieutenant Walker, and she says, oh no, everything was fine there. They got along good, they liked each other, and uh, so again, that kind of caught her eye.
1: Jackie's story contradicts what others have said, that Will did not like Chad being around. When asked where she was the night Will was murdered, Jackie explains she was at Chad's mother's house on the west side of Cleveland with Chad.
8: She was actually 16 when she moved in with us and started staying there. I mean, she was back and forth between my house and Yoloma's house, but she was there most of
1: the time. Unbelievably, she claims she doesn't know Chad's address or his phone number.
2: She's young, but even when talking about her boyfriend Chad, not knowing details about him, it appears either she just isn't smart enough to come up with stuff or that she's potentially hiding something.
3: So now it's time to take a closer look at Chad. We look a little bit deeper into Chad's background. He's a low-level pot dealer in the neighborhood. There's really nothing there that indicates that he's a violent person.
8: This is not Chad. Chad wouldn't have done something like this. He wouldn't have. Chad was a good kid. Chad stayed out of trouble. He stayed
3: out. We're gonna dig a little bit more and keep him on our radar.
1: And now it's time to bring Chad Paget in for an interview.
3: We get the same kind of vibe that we got from Jackie. He's being a little bit cagey with us. Um, yeah. uh, he, he tells us that the night that this happened, uh, he's at his home with Jackie. They're watching TV or whatever.
1: It's a flimsy alibi, with Jackie and Chad simply saying they were with each other.
3: So nothing really that we can hang our hat on, but nothing that's going to clear him or or take him off our radar screen.
1: With no evidence Chad was involved, authorities cannot arrest him. Then, forensics technicians complete their examination of the shell casings found at the murder scene. There were prints on the shells, which was great news investigators hope they'll finally have an ID on their shooter
5: however they didn't match with anybody in the system at that point it takes several months but investigators finally get
1: the cell phone records of everyone they've interviewed from around the time of the murder
3: cell phone records tell us a lot of things aside from the the telephone calls that you make and uh, text messages Certain cell phones will track your location, and uh, that's exactly what we do.
2: From the cell phone tower records, you can essentially watch Chad Paget come to the east side of Cleveland, right in the Lampson Road area, during the death of Mr. Walker. Armed with this information, investigators take Chad Paget into custody. They kind of confront him with those cell phone records, and that's really what starts pushing it, and he just really opens up about the conspiracy to kill Mr. Walker.
5: Claims that he was not the triggerman. man. He says he absolutely was not the trigger man.
3: The big bombshell question is, Chad, who killed Lieutenant Walker? And the answer that Chad gives us is Euloma. She arranged it. Our jaws kind of hit the floor. We're treating her as a victim, the, you know, the poor wife, and now uh, Chad's telling us that she was the one who arranged this all.
1: Chad claims that Euloma approached him a few weeks before the shooting with a sob story, pleading for help.
5: Euloma claims that she was abused and she couldn't take it anymore, and everybody loved William and would never believe her, and she needed to get out of the situation. She asked me, "Do I want to make like $10,000? Wow. I said, Man, me not thinking right and
6: being dumb, she asked me to, I how to it. Oh, she asked that? She asked for me to kill Bill. You know.
1: Coming up, the alleged mastermind stonewalls the investigation.
4: At this time, do you care to make any statements about our investigation? Dad, what's
1: on an attorney And authorities discover a cruel deception.
2: She had never been through chemo. It was, it was a lie.
1: Detectives investigating the murder of Lieutenant William Walker are interrogating Chad Paget, who makes the surprising claim that William's wife, Uloma, placed a hit on her husband.
6: How'd she ask that? She asked me to kill Will. I said, I can't do it without money wrong somebody. She said, okay, that's cool.
1: Chad claims Yuloma gave him a few hundred dollars to buy a gun and as a down payment on
5: the murder. He says he sought help from his cousin, Christopher Hine. He's the gun guy in the neighborhood. If you need to get a gun, Chris Hine is your guy. According to Chad, Chris connected him with a shooter, a friend named
2: Ryan Doherty.
3: Chad presents Ryan with the same proposition and he decides uh, right then and there he's gonna do it
2: ryan agrees that he would shoot mr walker for a couple hundred dollars and some weed
5: after his admission detectives arrest chad Paget. they go through a booking process where chad would give up his fingerprints and his dna and that's when they matched chad to the bullets
3: word now gets out to ryan chris and jackie that chad has sat down with the police and told them everything Ryan Doherty,
1: Christopher Hine, and Yuloma's daughter Jackie all turn themselves
5: in. The dominoes were falling and everybody just kind of came forward and filled in any gaps from their perspectives.
3: Ryan fully and freely admits that uh, he's the shooter.
1: Christopher admits to providing the gun and Jackie admits to knowing about the murder in advance. They all say Yuloma claimed Will abused her, but investigators follow the money trail to uncover the real motive.
3: Will, he had a couple heated arguments over the phone, maybe they were bill collectors, maybe there were other issues with money. We're starting to put the pieces of this puzzle together.
2: It started to come out that there were credit cards opened in William Walker's name that he didn't know about, and the way that Chad had presented it was that Yuloma said that she would be receiving insurance money if Mr. Walker would die.
1: Detectives bring Euloma back in and confront her with the evidence and the confessions of the others.
4: At this time, do you care to make any statements about our investigation into the murder of William Walker? Who is your husband at this time?
3: Dad, what's an attorney?
4: OK. So based on our investigation, we have enough probable cause. We're going to place you under arrest for aggravated murder, the charge.
1: Even before ULOMA's trial, poetic justice is served.
2: This big insurance payout that was there, it wasn't even in her name. So the $100,000 that was there wasn't coming to her.
1: Will had listed his first wife, Rita, as the beneficiary. ...to make sure his children were taken care of.
6: So they wound up getting the money instead of her getting the money.
8: That's some justice. She can get a frickin' dime.
1: In the lead-up to trial, investigators are stunned to discover... ...Euloma's very reasons for marrying Will... ...were all a disturbing lie.
2: She had never been through chemo, was not taking anything that showed that she had cancer. It was a lie and under a complete false pretense for her reasoning to even marry William Walker.
5: They got married quickly in order for her to have insurance, but police are believing more and more now that it was also so she could align herself for that life insurance policy.
1: On June 21st, 2017, Yuloma Curry Walker's trial begins. Prosecutors describe to the jury how she lied to her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend to convince them to kill.
3: She was the linchpin here, the brains. Uh, She convinced these kids to to do this for her, to get involved.
1: She made up stories of abuse
8: to get them to sign on to the plan. Will thought too much of anybody to do that to a person let alone, you know, his wife. I couldn't imagine Will doing anything like that. It offends me. That's not something he would do.
2: She states that Will was abusive to her, but there was no evidence, no domestic calls out to the house, no friends saying she appeared to be bruised and beaten or that she was timid around Will or anything like that.
1: Prosecutors argue that Euloma prepared everyone to be ready to act on November 3rd, 2013. That evening, she sent Will out to get food,
5: setting the plan in motion. Euloma wants this to look like a robbery. She wants it to go down a certain way.
3: Phone records and text messages, we see that a few minutes before Lieutenant Walker was actually killed, Euloma sends a text message to Jackie, and the message is, you can come home now. That's kind of like code for, okay, you know, he's gone, it's going to happen.
1: Jackie then got word to Chad that it was a go. He and Ryan were already near the Walker's house at ULOMA's
3: command. Ryan sneaks around to the backyard of uh, Lieutenant Walker's house. Chad standing across the street. Once the lieutenant parks his car, he gets out. He's got his food and bags in his hand. He's got his keys out. And just as he's about to unlock the door and walk in, Ryan comes out of the backyard and starts shooting. The lieutenant goes down and all hell breaks loose.
1: Ryan and Chad took off.
3: We picked up these guys' cell phones, tracked them to the scene of the crime at the exact time the shooting took place. And then we tracked them leaving the crime and heading right back to their houses.
1: According to prosecutors, ULOMA then pretended to help, calling 9-1-1.
7: 911. Do you need police <laughs> Why not? Not shot,
1: Based on detectives thorough investigation, prosecutors are convinced Macklin and his girlfriend Ashley had no idea of the conspiracy and are completely innocent. On July 7th, The jury deliberates less than two hours before finding Euloma guilty of aggravated murder and conspiracy.
3: She got life, I think that's what she had coming.
1: Euloma Curry Walker has no possibility of parole. She
9: just showed absolutely no remorse. Our society asks for not only the justice piece, but the redemptive piece when people come back into society. Well, she won't make
8: it back. They shouldn't have done this. This man should have died a happy death or doing what he loved doing, not being shot in his own driveway. Will wanted to be a worldly person. He wanted his kids to be worldly. And he wanted to take care of people and help people do exactly that. Will was a, a great man.
6: Will Walker, he was a proud man, kind guy cared about people, loved his kids, made you feel good about yourself. I miss him, I really do.
0: Ryan Doherty, the shooter pleads guilty to aggravated murder and gets 23 years to life. Chris Padgett pleads guilty to involuntary manslaughter with conspiracy and gets 28 years to life. Chris Hine pleads guilty to aggravated murder and conspiracy and is sentenced to 18 years to life. Euloma's daughter, Jackie, pleads guilty to conspiracy with the firearm and served one month in juvenile detention. For
1: more information on Snapped, go to Oxygen.com.
10: Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment.